Well, I have a microphone, and you don't. So you will listen to every damn word I have to say! Hey, what what episode are we on? 114? I don't know, 115? Somewhere in that range. So you were just talking, we were, right before we were or prepping, you were talking about Odell Beckham. And you said you can't wait for him to show up at Giant Stadium to get wrecked. Yeah, I think like he's going to get booed the whole time. Oh, there. I thought you meant like in the game. Oh, no. He's like the... The Giants fans are just going to turn on him. Oh, yeah. Um, I mean, it's, it's just going gonna, gonna to be ugly. Listen, here, here's something that I don't know if you'll ever learn or Giants fans will ever learn, but, like, players are assholes. And so, like, Cowboys are dealing with this with Ezekiel Elliott right now. Like, what is that guy doing holding out? Like, if he does, like, you, like, basically get yourself into trouble every year. And do something illegal. <clears throat> like, probably just stay low for a little bit. He's got two years left on his contract. I know, it's a mess. So, like... Like, what precedent are we doing if we're allowing, like, people to just hold out when they got, like, multi-years left on contracts? Why are we even signing contracts? But you could say that in every sport when you start talking about, like, the NBA and player movement there, too. I would, I would just be like, all right, sure, sit down, uh... Two years. I'm not going to pay you. It's true. And uh, I'm pretty sure he'll come <laughs> back and uh, do it. Well, apparently they cut Alan Hearns today. To Dude, what him. happened to that guy, man? Dude, he was like, so good. Yeah, I mean, he broke his leg. I know, but even before that, he was like so good at Jacksonville. And then he came to Dallas and had like... Like, he wasn't even a factor. He was like nothing. Yeah. Um, So you're in North Carolina. I am in North Carolina, Wilmington. It's raining. Nice. Um, Is it it nice? No. Um, It's awful. I hate the rain. I hate humid. Humid rain's the worst. Oh, the last two days it's been, like, deathly heat. And I keep asking people, how do you guys do it? I don't know how you do this. Dude, when I went to Japan last year, it was like, all it did was, it was just so, it was the most humid I've ever been. Like, you're, it's different because you're in Japan, so you're just psyched. But, like, when you look back on it, like, I ruined, like, five different shirts. And, like, it's the only time I've ever used laundry service at my hotel. Because it was just everything you just soaked through within five minutes. And then it would rain and all that kind of stuff. Um, like, you basically spends all your time indoors. Yeah. Because you can't really do anything outside unless you go to a pool. Well, I wish you were here. There's a couple things happening. Um, I What's made, happening? Uh, I was supposed to go to the a screening of Blinded by the Light today. Oh. I know. And it just it was like, it would, if 
if you were here, I would have gone. I signed up for it. It's in. It's at the SAG building, which you've been in that room, that screening room. It's terrible. It's a terrible place yeah. to watch. So that was number one to make me not want to go. But I was like, all right. But then to like try to get somebody. You can, you can get a pie though. Huh? You can get a Marie Calendar pie. Uh, that's so. true. You could, yeah. Um, and the Q and A was with the writer director and one of the people, one of the actors, not the main guy. But I just figured, I, I don't know, I can't can't spend four hours of my day dealing with that if if I don't have anybody who really wants to go with me. Um, Bernie Sanders is in town on Friday. Are you going? Well, I actually was interested to go. He's going to Santa Monica High School, and I was like, not that I'm a Bernie guy. But I've, I've never gone to see, like, a candidate speak. So I just wanted to go see a candidate speak. And so I signed up. It's Friday night. And um, all I've gotten since is, like, a million emails and text messages from his campaign. So much so <laughs> that I told him to stop bothering me and I'm not going to vote for Bernie Sanders. So that's over. So probably not going. He lost. He lost the election because of that. Well, I, I wasn't gonna. I don't think I was voting his way anyway. But still, um, then what else was the other thing? I, I mean, obviously, I wish I could go to this movie. We're on, gonna, the debates are next week again, right? Yeah. Obviously, I wish I could go to um, you know Once Upon a Time with you in America in America with you tomorrow um, or Thursday. Um, yeah. Oh, I know the third thing. So tonight at. And I got so busy, I forgot to... I was actually going to go to this, but then I got... Um, Chuck Klosterman is at, like, the local bookstore doing a book reading of his new book. And Sean Fennessy is doing the Q&A from The Ringer. Wow, that's right up your alley. I know, it's like... And it was funny, because um, my lady friend was sitting with me, and she's like, are you going to go? And I was like, I don't know. And she's like, yeah, maybe not. And then she started reading, like, Klosterman's bio, and it's like... She's like, I really think you should go. This is like all your favorite things. Like the guy starring <laughs> the LCD sound system movie. It's like talking about he's on Simmons podcast. And he's like, she's like, this is like all your favorite people rolled into one. It's like, why do you think I buy his books? But uh, I actually completely forgot and did not go. This is wow. why I need you here. This is why I'm already lost without you. All right. Thanks. I appreciate it. All right, so um, uh, what are we talking today? Oh, we, we got a couple. We, it's not going to be a long, long day today. Okay. Um, I mean, it's we late. Hey. We're going to talk about uh, Lion King. We went to see that. Yep. Before I left, uh, and I said to you, I was like, I don't really want to stay out late because I have a, like I have to be up at five in the morning. Oh, you do? No, I'm talking about the, when we went to see the Lion King. Oh, okay. And I was like, I got to be up at five in the morning. Let's do this early. So I went to like an eight o'clock movie. I was like, all right, I'll be back by like 11. And then I get in my car. <laughs> We're at the Santa Monica promenade in like the parking deck. And everybody is just stuck in in the uh, parking deck. I forgot I about there. that. I was I... there for like over an hour. Ugh. And like... It was everyone was stuck for so long that all the other cars, you know, that were just like parked and people hadn't returned to their vehicles yet. Yeah. So they like are now returning their vehicles and making the freaking thing like so much longer. 
because now all the new people show up and they're pulling their cars out. That is brutal. I, you know, I apologize for that. I hate for that to happen. Like, the, you know, I finally get you to, you know, I get someone to finally come down here and hang out. And then that shit happens. It was a yeah, nice was night. Fun. It was a nice night before fun. then, right? We had a nice, we had nice little drinks out on the deck. Yeah, it was nice. Just packed. Santa Monica beer was, or uh, the Bromino was packed that day. Summer, you know. I won't. I usually won't. Like I don't know. I say I won't go, but of course I'll go down there. But the last time I went down there, I yelled at everybody who made me go down there. I was like, I can't be around all these people. But I was in a different space. But we're gonna talk Lion King, some Disney stuff, and then the moon. We're gonna talk about, talk about the moon. Well, you also wanted to talk about comedians and cars. Yeah, you also wanted to talk about comedians and cars. So I, I'm gonna I'm gonna give you that forum to make it our third subject. Probably won't be very long because I only watched two episodes. But um, yeah, I mean, did you uh, What's the second episode that you watch? Oh, in order, uh, Seth Rogen. Okay, yeah, yeah. One of one of my notes was from that episode, but yeah, we can. I want to talk about a couple trailers though before we. Uh, as part of my notes. Great. Let's do it. Uh, let's get into it. All right. So, did you see? Well, we we already we haven't talked about this uh, on the air, but the Cats trailer. Wow. I mean, that should be its own subject. I'd be happy if that's our third subject. I completely forgot about it. I don't know how I forgot about it for five minutes. Freaking cats, man. Uh, new movie coming out, Cats, from the musical. And the entire cast is digitally created into a uh, into cats. Yeah. It's very weird. Yeah, it's really creepy. They're, they're doing all kinds of weird shit. Like, half the time, some of them are closed, some of them aren't. There's sometimes things are like too big for them. Sometimes they're not. I don't know what's going on. It's a terrible movie. It's, I, I, I can't imagine. I'm, I, I know that Taylor Swift is in it, and it's going to be a big thing for everyone to go see Taylor Swift in this movie. But man, I can't imagine that being good. Well, you know, here's the other thing: is so I was, you know, the whole trailer is done, of course, with memories, with Jennifer Hudson singing it. And she's really going for it. It's like another one of those things where somebody's like sounds I mean, like shaking when they're singing. Well, let me just stop you there. How can you <laughs> how can you make a movie about with cats and not have the person singing memories to really go for it? You just go up to look up. You don't really have to belt that out. It's like the most iconic song from the musical. Yeah, but still. I don't know. I feel like I would tell the actress, remember how you won the uh, Academy Award from Dreamgirls for that song? That's what I want for this movie. So did you like that rendition of Memories? I don't know. I only heard like two seconds of it. Maybe it'll be good in the uh, in the actual film um, that we'll watch on our screeners. Did, uh, did, you ever see, did you ever see the show, the Broadway show? I don't think so. No. Doesn't that not seem like the sort of thing you would know? Well, we used to go a lot, like when I was like young, and my memory is so bad. My uh, grandmother's brother 
uh, I guess my great uncle. He, well, he still is. He's a photographer in New York, and he made his living by photo- photographing Broadway stuff. Oh, cool! And so, like, we would always get like, uh, you know, free tickets, and we were like, we went, uh, you know, behind the scenes sometimes, which were, was cool. Um, so we used to go all the time, but I don't remember anything that I saw. Yeah, because I have like the worst memory. Okay, but we did meet we did meet Sandy Duncan uh, and Peter Pan. I met Sandy Duncan at Peter Pan. I remember that we were behind. We went behind the stage for well, that. Maybe you know what? Now I'm starting. To, I'm going to be an asshole. I don't know if I met her. I remember we saw Sandy Duncan and Peter Pan. Uh, well, very okay. So, all right. So, going back to cats, um, how horrible is James Corden going to be in cats? Oh my god, terrible! It's going to be unbearable. I just watched recently. Well, I didn't watch it. It was on TV. Is Into the Woods? Oh yeah, and, I, never saw uh, it. I watched it. I watched it for like a second, and like he was singing, and I'm like, all right, I'm done with this. Yeah, I'm kind of done. Um, but that's not the trailer I really wanted to talk about. All right, what's the trailer you really wanted I, I to talk about? I thought the funny, I thought the funny, the best trailer, which was not really good, was, uh, have you seen the trailer for Hustlers? No. But I saw that it came out. I was so mad because I was like, isn't that basically, um, what's that movie that was already out this year? Widows? No, it's definitely not Widows. Oh. But Hustlers storyline from the trailer from what I got is about a bunch of strippers that work at a strip club that decide that they're going to overcharge people's credit cards um, to make more money because what are the guys going to do are they going to like tell their wives and credit card companies that you know they were at a strip club and um, you know they were doing debauchery stuff. Um, Who's in this? Oh, it's like a huge cast. It's. Uh, I feel like maybe I did see this. Constance Wu, J Lo. Oh, I did not see it. Okay. Jennifer Lopez, Constance Wu. Um, I don't know. It's it's, it's a huge cast. Um. No, Rebel Wilson isn't Cats. <laughs> yeah, Rebel Wilson. Um, I mean, is it, is, when is, her, like, sorry, this is going to be really re- rude, but, like, when is her time? Uh, I actually thought, uh, Isn't It Romantic was pretty funny. Okay. Well, I'll never know. I'll just take your word for that one. Um, Jennifer, okay, so it's uh, Kiki Palmer. Julia Stiles. Who's Kiki Palmer? She's a, a reality. I think she's like Carmelo Anthony's wife. No, that's Lala. I want to say. Lala is is his wife. Well, I think she's like a basketball wife or something. Um, Cardi B is in it. Lizzo's in it. Um, there's just a ton of like cameo women Julia Stiles um 
Is she a stripper, Julia Stiles? Yep. What do you think of Lizzo? They're all strippers. I don't know. Lizzo is a stripper? Probably. Do you... Um, you All I know is this storyline is, like, not riveting at all. Do you, we, this is, you know, this is Lizzo's second mention on our podcast. Do you, do you know anything about Lizzo? Yeah, I know. She's uh, just got nominated today for an MTV movie, uh, Music Award. Okay. She was on the MTV Video uh, Movie Awards. I know. It was, it was a good performance. We talked about it. That's right. I just want to make um, sure you said you had a bad memory. So that trailer looks horrible. I don't even know what that movie's about. Um if, it, if the storyline is just them stealing people's or, you know, running up people's credit cards, that's just a terrible uh, storyline. Um, Top Gun trailer? Comic-Con yeah. was, the big, was the big rage? Yeah, so I was, I was actually down at Comic-Con this week, and that is the one thing that everybody could agree to talk about. Everybody else is like, I don't know about anything about, I don't know if Comic-Con is... I was gonna. I was actually gonna bring that up. I forgot about Comic Con. Feels like it was so long ago. Um, like Comic Con has lost a lot of its juice um, to say, because like I guess a lot of these companies, like the way they have with Netflix, have decided, hey, we can um, create our own little festival announcing our own shit. Why do we have to give it away to free for the, to these people? But they're. Uh, Comic Con's not nearly what it was, and um, but then all of a sudden, like the biggest movie star in the world showed up, which was pretty awesome. Yeah, like, and that's what that's the thing that was so cool. But I mean, that's a once in a lifetime thing because the movie takes place in in San Diego, and you know, I just thought that was pretty. Was, I mean, that was awesome. Now, what do you think about? Have you read a bunch of stuff about it at all, or no? Yeah, I saw a bunch of people are upset at those nitpicking things, but like what? I mean, like the patch on his on his jacket? Yeah, that's not accurate. I'm like, I don't give a shit. It looks awesome. Yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> we just want to see the way they shot it and like all the stunts and stuff just look insane. Now, did you uh, see what the story is? Do you know what the story is? I don't know what the story is. I know what the story is. What's the story? So, do you know the, who else is in it? Well, I know, yeah, I know um, Al Kilmer's coming back. Right. Do you know anyone else? I think uh, I, our buddy from Whiplash is in it. Yep, Miles Teller. You know who he plays? No. Goose's Kid. Okay. Is Meg Ryan in this? I don't know. That I don't know. I just know that he plays Goose's kid. I mean, that's the basic. Kelly McGinnis, is she coming back? I hope not, because Kelly McGinnis was, God, I mean, I don't mean to be mean, but she was really attractive then, and things things haven't haven't gone that, that way. I don't think she's very interested in being attractive anymore. Um, so that looks awesome. And yeah. then uh, I watched Stan and Ollie. This week. Oh, wait, we'll see on the trailers real quick. What'd you think of the Jay and Silent Bob trailer? Um, I'm waiting to see more. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I was kind of like, eh. They look so weird now. 
you know, when Jason Lee like popped up, I was like, what happened to that guy? Yeah, what happened? I mean, I guess he just loved his Earl money, right? Like, that show went to syndication, so like, what else do you have to do with your life? The guy was like a skater. I don't know. It seems like he could fit into a lot of these new, you know, movies. I mean, I don't know. I feel like he's... But like, wasn't he like I a... I guess him and Paul Rudd are like... Paul Rudd started taking all of his jobs. <laughs> Well, Jason Lee was, like, a skater who fell into yeah. acting, right? And so, like, yeah. he probably doesn't give a shit. He was in that famous, uh, Spike, is it Spike Jones did that, uh, that famous, um, skateboarding documentary? Can't oh. remember what the name of it was. But he was, like, Jason Lee was, like, one of the guys in it. Um, not the Lords of Dogtown. No, it's been uh, like it's kind of like the best. It's been touted as like the best skating movie of all time. Not Lords of Dogtown because doesn't I thought that was always the best skating. No, movie. it's not Lords of Dogtown. Jason Lee. There was, I mean, there was a you know because there was the documentary and then there was the movie. There's two different things. Um. All right. Well, anyway. But yeah, what happened to that guy? I don't know, but I'm glad he's back for this, uh, um, for this movie. Um, alright, so what were you just about to see? You are about to follow up with, um, uh, you were about to follow up with something about, oh, Stan and Ollie. What did you think of Stan and Ollie? I thought Stan and Ollie was a really good movie about friendship. Okay. I got into it. I was into it. I thought it was terrible. You could have taken out... Like, it didn't even need to be Laurel and Hardy. That was what was weird about it. It was so... I thought, like, the sets were terrible. I thought... Um, I mean, I thought the actors were good, but I just thought this it was just stupid. Sorry. I just kind of thought it was, like, lazy. Yeah, it was a little lazy. Trying to find, um, trying to find um, Jason Lee's skate movie. First thing I see him in is Mall Rats. But anyway, um, I just watched it recently, actually. Um, now I can't remember what the, uh, the fucking. It's like an underground video. It's oh, like on. in the circuit. It's known as like the best one. Um, uh, but anyway, all right. So is it video days? Yeah, maybe. Yeah, it's called video days. Okay. Um, but anyway, so, all right. So let's get into real quick. We'll get into your review of um, comedians and cars getting coffee. It's really hard to review a show about people. 15-minute episodes of people talking about comedy and their comedy. I don't really want to review it. I just, like, wanted to bring up, like, the Melissa Villasenor one is the worst one they've ever done. Oh, yeah? And it's the shortest one because she has nothing to add. And I thought I was really excited for that one. But you know what I thought was great in that Steve Seth Rogen one? Wait, would you say, would you say that your Melissa Villasenor um, situation's gotten a little... Um, Bizarre. 
No, I don't think so. Okay. Um, I uh, beg to differ. Okay. Um, so the Seth Rogen one was really funny, but my favorite thing of that whole episode is when you found out that kids prank call Arby's every day <laughs> and ask about, <laughs> do you have the meats? <laughs> that manager said that people call up twice or two or three times a day. Oh man, I love that. I, I like that they went to Arby's. I thought that was cool. And that they like liked Arby's. That, that made me really happy. Let me ask you, you saw the Eddie Murphy one. Did you know where they do you know where they went for their coffee? Did you did you rec- uh, did you recognize the place? I did, and now I can't remember. They were at the Rose Cafe where we had my when we went to dinner for my birthday. Oh yeah, that's right. I was so happy. It made <laughs> it made my birthday legit. Oh man, that Eddie Murphy, uh there's a lot of good stuff in there when he was talking about how um, Bill Cosby like was really mean to him and didn't want him to succeed because at that time like there was like a, a thing in the black community that there should only be like one black comics, which was so dumb. Um, but you also said that Richard Pryor did the same. Yeah. Richard Pryor only talked to him like one time. But didn't they do a movie? They did uh, Harlem Nights together. And Eddie Murphy directed it. Yeah. I thought also, he said that John Landis was his like favorite director. And in that book I gave you, he directed Coming to America. And there's a whole thing where Eddie Murphy supposedly, allegedly, according to that book, like choked out. John Landis on the set and they didn't talk the entire time the rest of the time like they didn't even talk to each other and then uh, John Landis said he would never work with Eddie Murphy again and then like years later when they were making Beverly Hills Cop 3 uh, Eddie Murphy was like hey let's call up John Landis and they kind of like mended their relationship and then he directed that movie well, you'll be happy to know that that book is getting put to really good use. Um, it's actually, um, the microphone is leaning up against it right now. Great. So thank you for that. You're, you're going to like all the uh, stories in there. I will. And that's why I didn't Let buy the, cla- that's why I didn't go to the classroom and thing. I'm not going to buy that book because I don't need a new book. All right. So comedians and cars are getting coffee. The best uh, episodes are the Rick and Race ones. It's, you'll nonstop laugh. I had to like pause it and rewind because I missed stuff. Um, right. I thought it was that funny. Like I, and I don't usually laugh out loud a lot, but that cracked me up. Good. Yeah. All right. So I thought it was a good season. Um, and then the the final episode of the season is like with this guy that he's been friends with for pretty much his whole career. Mm -hmm. I can't remember the guy's name, but their interaction together is really funny. Um, And you can tell, like, why they're friends. Um, But anyway. Yeah, he seems like a a tough guy to be friends with. Like, do you think you could be friends with Jerry Seinfeld? I kind of don't think I could be. 
there's one episode on there where he talks about they bleeped it out, but he, which I kind of like looked up online to find out who he was talking about, but he was talking about how he hated some fucking, he was like, I hate that fucking guy. He was like, and he like said the name and they bleeped it out. And then later, yeah, later in the episode, like they were at a, uh, um, tarot card reader and he like brought up the name again and they like bleeped it out. I think it was because the person, I forgot her name, Bridget, the girl from, uh, what was that movie, uh, that we saw, um, God damn it. Um, the rapper and the rapper movie with the girl, Patty Cakes. Young girl. Yeah. So the mom and Patty Cakes, it was mm-hmm. that episode. Yeah. Um, and, uh, she brought the guy up and Scientology media was like, I hate that fucking guy. Oh, wow. And, uh, I looked it up online and it was Bobcat Goldway. Oh, really? Yeah. So apparently him and Bobcat Goldway would have like a beef or he has beef with him. It's interesting. Who's just um, talking about Bobcat? Oh, Mark Marin loves Bobcat. I like his, uh, he directed some good movies. Yeah, I agree. Uh, he also used to direct the Jimmy Kimmel show. Yeah, I like some of his movies. Shit, what was I just going to say? There's something about um, Seinfeld, Bob, uh, I don't know, I have to think of it. There's something that was very important that would have been good, but I cannot remember what it was. Now it's going to kill me the whole rest of the day. So yeah, I don't really have any more to say about comedians, but it was a good season. Okay. Um... All right, so what, let's uh, let's talk about the moon. Fiftieth <laughs> anniversary of the moon landing. Oh, I knew what I was going to say. Speaking of censorship, I remember. On a side note, yesterday I listened to. I think this is kind of cool. And again, we don't get too political on here, but this is kind of cool. Um, Mayor Pete, what are your thoughts on Mayor Pete? Uh, I like Mayor Pete. I don't. I haven't followed him in terms of what he's done recently but I'm a big mayor I'm a big mayor Pete guy I mean I'm not big anything but I'm like I like mayor Pete I think that guy's got a good I think he's got a good message I think he's a good guy I think he stands for good shit he like he personally I guess his people called up um, a country and west a country western radio station <laughs> and just said hey listen I don't think your audience ever gets to hear like our like point of view, like this liberal point of view or the, the democratic point of view. And I think that that means, you know, that everyone just writes it off. He's like, I can't, you know, I live in Indiana. I think it'd be kind of good. You know, I'm a fan of your station. I'm a fan of like the, the guys you play. Um, I'd, I'd really like a chance to talk to the, to your audience. And they're like, all right, well, listen, you can come on. We'll give you 20 minutes, but you gotta be, you gotta be respectful of like our political differences. Like we don't, we don't necessarily agree with everything. And he's like, I'm, I am down. That is the exact reason I want to come on. And I listened to it and I got to tell you, it was like awesome. Like he's just such a, like, like good guy. He just makes sense. You know what I mean? He's just like, well, listen, I'm not saying you shouldn't get this or this shouldn't be this way. But I also think it's not my job to tell you this. Um, you know, and he's like, I don't know. He just kind of was like saying like, this is like, you know, he was talking about Trump and he's like, 
this is this is what Trump does that's wrong. You know, in my eyes, you don't have to agree with me, but this is kind of what I think. And like they they were like, yeah, we don't we we kind of don't really like what he's doing. We just don't like the Democrats. And he's like, well, here's why don't you? Here, let me explain what we what I believe in. Is it you know? It's like don't you? These are very. He's like these are very popular policies that you just think that you're not supposed to like, but you they probably benefit you a lot. Anyway, it was just like. Just refreshing. It was like, I don't know. I was just, I mean, I kind of fell for Mayor Pete a little bit. Um, okay. Yeah. So, uh, anyway, that aside, let's go talk about the moon. The moon. So, the 50th anniversary of the moon. We've never been back to the moon since 50 years ago, right? Um, no, we went back to the moon after that, the no, first moon. No, we didn't. Yeah, we did. We did? Yeah, we went back to the moon. I gotta look this up. It wasn't just a one-time thing. Well, then... Okay. They went back to the moon a few times. But they stopped going to the moon, and we don't need to go. On Google, I typed in how many times have we and been to the moon is the number one Google. Then we walked on the moon... And then the third is humans landed on the moon. And then number four is I've been to Disneyland. (laughs) (laughs) There have been been six crews between 69 and 72 and numerous uncrewed landings. But no soft landings since 76. So, I watched Apollo 11. How crazy were those that footage? I mean, so you saw it? Yeah. I mean, am I crazy that it's just basically like re-airing the broadcast and then behind the scenes and splicing them together? It's not really... I don't know. I was a little underwhelmed. Well, it was that. I mean, they had... They found like all this like additional footage, which was like that awesome shot of like Apollo 11, like coming in a place with that like guy, like walking in front of it. And you just see how massive it is. Right. Uh, I thought it, I thought it was really good. So I just want to kind of get into, you have no interest in like, you don't think we should go back to the moon. No, we should not spend any money to go back to the moon. Right now, they're talking about how they're just, they're going to send, put a woman on the moon. That's their next mission other than Mars. Um, And uh, I don't know why that's, why do we need to do that? Well, because women, you know, kind of got a bad rap in history. Yeah, I get that, but they should get what to go is, to the moon too. <laughs> there's nothing to learn from the moon. Like just spending the money to go to moon just for the publicity of putting a woman on the moon. We could just spend that extra money and get to Mars. Why do you want to go to Mars? Because we haven't been to Mars. Yeah, but like isn't Mars really like not isn't it like hot? Don't think we want to go to Mars. I'm pretty sure there's some cool cool spaces in Mars. <laughs> it's not that hot. So you're okay. So your reluctance to go to the moon is not 
um, anti-space program. You're very much into space exploration. You just want to use it towards something other than the moon. Yeah, I'm very pro-space exploration. Me too. I'm very pro-space exploration. I mean, we just had, you heard, just recently they found, they heard some radio waves coming. Oh, yeah? Somewhere in deep space. There were some radio waves. Um, There might be some uh, life on other planets. What do you think about um, the, the, um, well, let me go with this one. So if you if you believe in radio waves, what do you believe in aliens or you believe in other life forms? I totally believe in other life forms. I think I think we talked about this before. I think if you don't believe that there are other life or there's life on other planets other than this one, then you're not a smart person. <laughs> okay. Um, I'm gonna find this I'm gonna try to find this email that I had um that I had read about with people who believe in the moon um, or believe in, uh, you know, it was basically about how people don't believe that, like all these people who still don't believe we went to the moon. Yeah, all the fake, the fake guys. And now it's like ridiculous that we have to still kind of try to prove that we actually went to the moon. Well, the one big, the one big question or the one big thing that they keep bringing up, which is, a valid question is how in the year, what was it, 69? Yeah. How in, ni- or in uh, 1969 were able to broadcast from the moon to, um, to the Earth? Yeah. Right. Like, like a few years ago when I did a movie in Charlotte, they told me it was going to take three months to get uh, cable to fucking <laughs> <laughs> to get cable to uh, our office, yeah. and I was like, and, uh, in 1969, uh, our technology wasn't as it is now, you know. So, how are they able to broadcast from that far away? Yeah, but NASA was also. I mean, so much money was put into the space program back then. Right. Oh, God, I'm trying to find these these um, numbers for you, but I, I'm just not going to be able to do it, I don't think, in time. Uh, basically, of people, the percentage of people who think that the moon landing was a hoax versus how many people think aliens exist um, and all that kind of stuff. I was, like, reading it. I was like, oh, this will be really good to talk about, but somehow I lost... I, I, Aliens definitely exist. Are they on our planet? No. And so, I totally agree with like uh, Howard Stern was talking about this when he was talking with that guy who was like the conspiracy guy. Um, and he was like, "So why, if all these, if there's aliens, like why would they like come all this way and then just hide and not come out?" And I, uh, I believe that too. I believe if they were here, we would have known about it. All right. Um. Okay. Well, what do you what do you think of this Area Fifty One raid that that was going to happen? Yeah, I don't know. What, I don't. I didn't really read up on this whole Area Fifty One thing. Oh, it's great. I think, you should read. You should totally read about it. 
I think Area 51's nothing. There's nothing there. Yeah, but all these morons are like, we're going to, if we, they can't stop us all if we all attack. And uh, you're like, yeah, it's kind of government property. You're not really supposed to go do that. Um, and then obviously it didn't happen and everybody chickened out, but. Yeah, yeah. I saw like on ESPN and, or uh, not ESPN, CNN, and I've been following that something's been going on there, but I don't know. So, I don't really care about Area 51. Do you think a lot of this comes down to the fact that um, they're trying to prove to people that we actually did land on the moon? No, they're trying to prove that the, the in whatever, 19... What was it, like 1950s? Like they had the spacecraft that crashed? Yeah. That everyone said it was like a thing? Um, there's pictures of it online. You can go online and see, you know, that famous picture of like the alien on the autopsy table. Yeah. People want to know if it exists. The government's been lying. (laughs) Don't you think if aliens did exist and area 51 was, was what it, what people say it is that Trump at one point would like already expose oh, it. Oh, totally, exactly. If he had any like, idea, he, he totally he, would have said it out loud. Dude, like, he would have fucking like been shouting that from the rooftops, man. That's true. That's a hundred percent true. Um, it's funny because I was reading this thing earlier about how like they never wound up raiding, but like all of these like companies decided to use that as like a marketing ploy. <laughs> Like, as a way to, like, sell more shit. Like, the big raid's coming, you know. Um, it's funny, because as I'm trying to find this email that had all these numbers that I'm not going to be able to find, I remember, I just saw this, one of the things I did read about was that fi- uh, last week, there was an incident where five guys were arrested for fighting out of five guys. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I read that article. <laughs> I love that. Um, but no, I'm not seeing the, my numbers on the moon stuff, so that's too bad. Um, all right. So, so you, didn't, you didn't go to the, the moon thing yet, right? No. It's a shame. I wanted to go, but no one was available. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, well. Um, there's a, for those who don't know, there's like a thing at the Rose Bowl. It's like, uh, I don't know. Big moon landing celebration. It's an, uh, yeah, it's an immersive video uh, experience where you actually like fly to the moon and you, you land and you get off. It's like a whole thing. It's a whole thing. What do you um, What do you make of you know? Maybe this is something we should talk about another time. I wish I'd thought about this ahead of time. Is the the whole Netflix thing? I'm so I am so curious about what's going on with this whole Netflix thing. Well, I mean, if they get Eddie Murphy to do this thing, I mean, I don't know. I think, like, in the near future when Netflix, um, you know, gets uh, the Irishman going and they get the Oscar talk and then all of a sudden, like, Eddie Murphy's doing his comeback, I mean, a lot of people are going to be coming to Netflix. I don't know. I mean, don't you, you don't you don't think they've kind of capped out where they're going to be? 
No. Because they need to get more content now because all these other things are leaving for their own um, streaming services. So they're just going to start putting more money and out there to try to beat their competition. But isn't everybody like going to be putting out their own version of it now? They are, but I think Netflix is going to step up and start overpaying. And all these actors and comedians and all this stuff are going to just gravitate towards Netflix. Um, I don't think Netflix is going away anytime soon. I don't think it's going away, but I think that I think it's in trouble. You should buy stock then if you don't think that. You know, the stock just dipped big time. I am. I'm going to go buy it right now. I'll buy your shares. I never bought Netflix stock. I didn't think... I'll be honest. I I was really early on Netflix, but I always thought, like, you know, Blockbuster started doing their version of this mail-in thing. I always thought that was going to take over. Boy, was I wrong about that. <laughs> I did. I just thought, like, okay, Blockbuster's done this for years. They own all the movies. They're just going to become the mail-in service, and Netflix will have been first. But nope. That's wrong. Um, anyway. Um, all right, so our last thing after the moon, unless you got anything more about the moon. No. Do you remember the, sh- the To the Earth, to the Moon show? Yeah. yeah. I remember that being really good. Yeah, it was, it was for good. Let's go back it and was an H- It was an HBO... Yeah. Like kind of like band, band of Brothers thing. Yeah, it was like a Tom Hanks thing. Yeah. I remember I bought my dad. Ron Howard. I brought my dad. Um, what? What? Tom Hanks and Ron Howard did it. Yeah, yeah. I bought my dad the DVD, uh, not the DVD set, the VHS set of that. Fuck, that was a long time ago. Um, <laughs> all right. Who do, you, who do you think had more obsession with their projects? Ron Howard with the space stuff or James Cameron with the underwater diving stuff? Oh, James Cameron. <laughs> the Easily. Titanic shit. Easily. Um, all right, let's get into, uh, speaking of Titanics, let's get into The Lion King. Here's our one movie review of the week, because next week we're, we're, next week we're spending a lot of time with Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. And Quentin Tarantino. Yes. This this was not that. No, this was not that. Um, so we went, we went to see it and it had a very enthusiastic audience. I like that. I'm a fan of that. that Um, and, uh, so what did you think? Um, I thought it was pretty bad. Okay. My, my initial thoughts were like, I haven't seen, I mean, I've read some stuff about it since and I haven't seen anybody else talking about this so maybe it's just something I think that no one else thinks, but I told you immediately when we got out, I was complaining about their non-use of like this, like their their bad camera angle and non-use of the screen. Um, like it's a it's an animated movie, really. It's a CGI movie. Why are you not filling your screen with like colors and and things and and movement and like. 
I don't know. It just it was kind of so stale to me for that, and it wound up making it depend a lot on the performances of the people's voices, and they're not good. No, I thought Donald Glover was a bad choice. He was bad in it, and you know what was even worse? It, was it just felt like it felt off. Yeah, and you know what's even more off is Beyonce. I don't know. I didn't think Beyonce was that bad. I I was listening to a podcast on The Ringer, and the girl, uh, what's her name, Allison, whatever, she said um, she felt as though Beyonce was acting in all caps, and I thought that was the best review I've heard about this movie. She was, when they were singing together, too, it was like such a mixed match of putting them together. Oh, yeah, yeah, you had a problem with that. I didn't, I, that didn't bother me as much. Here, here's, uh, overall, I think... I just thought Donald Glover, it just seemed off when he, when he was talking. And we also had a problem with, when everybody was talking, like animated characters, like their lips... Like, just where it seems like there was no inflection. Yeah, let's just go ahead and say nobody was animated. Yeah. It, it felt like it needed to be more animated. So, like, when you go back and you... I mean, I haven't done this, but when you go back and watch the original Lion King, like, when you see him walking around singing, like, Akuna Matata or um, uh, whatever, a bunch of those songs... Everybody's super jumping around and dancing, and I, I get that you're not trying to make these animals look that way, but, you know, the Jungle Book was really good, and it was really well done, and they, they did a great job of making that seem, you know, like... like yeah, the make, Jungle Book was awesome. Yeah, so they made it also, seem real, and then, on top of it, like, did animate everybody. Uh, this just... But it I, also had a live-action character. That's true. But, but, yeah, it's true. Um, I don't know. I'm just, like, really... All the songs were worse. They were paced out worse. Um, I, thought the, uh, I thought Billy Eichner was awesome. Yes. So everybody and seems to agree Seth the same Rogen thing. Was really the, good. Yeah, those two saved the movie, are, like, the, by far the best part of the movie. Uh, really good. What, um... It was very violent. It was violent. I was shocked. Um, I thought it was really slow in the beginning, too. It took, and I know this is the same story, but watching it, because I think this movie is like longer. I, re, I was listening to uh, John Favreau talk about, it and he said, "Oh yeah, we added twenty more minutes," and I'm like, "Well, you can really feel those twenty more minutes." Yeah. I, I heard that too, and um, I don't know if I didn't hear that podcast or whatever you're listening to him on, but absolutely, you can totally feel it. Um, it took a long time to get him to be old. Well, I yeah. felt that way anyway. Um, yeah, and it, yeah, and I'm just like, when that whole ending, like the violence at the end, I'm like, I can't imagine like uh, the kids going to see this movie. Yeah, um, it's definitely for adults. Um, I don't know. I just don't. So, like, I was listening to that podcast. They were like, they were discussing. Do you think that they will submit this to the Academy and best um, animated feature or best feature? Best animated. 
So you consider like all that CGI to be completely animated? I mean, it's it definitely. is. It is an animated movie. So you take it as an animated? Okay. Um, Nothing in that is uh, was live action, by the way. I know. Like I thought, I thought that they like went and they like filmed Africa and then enhanced it. You know what I mean? But on that John, John Favreau interview, he said that everything was uh, digital. I did think a lot of the animation was very was awesome. Like there was a lot of like, if you notice, like shadows and like reflections and puddles and stuff I thought it was pretty impressive but um alright so I mean yeah. okay I mean I, I'll be honest I was looking forward to this movie because I saw the trailer a couple god two years ago at um D23 when we were covering that and I thought oh my god this is beautiful this is gonna be amazing I can't believe they're gonna do this like I don't care what you do you still get me anytime here Hey, uh, hey, uh, you know, like that whole beginning, yeah. like that just cannot fail. Even if a bad movie is about to follow, I still can't help it. Do you remember if you saw this play or not? I did not see the play. Oh, I saw the show. I loved. I actually loved it. Um, I do. Uh, I thought they showed the trailer from Milan before, and I thought that looks interesting. Is that your first time seeing that trailer? Yeah. Oh. Uh, I don't know. I never saw Mulan. I just, I just think that's... It looks very violent. A uh, lot I'm, of battles. I'm curious how they're going to go about it because in Mulan, from what I understand... Oh, no, wait. That might be Pocahontas. I'll hold off. Um, so, yeah. So, this is going to keep happening, right? These movies? I guess. I guess this is the way to go. So, what do you think? What's worked? What hasn't worked? What do you want to see? What don't you want to see? at some point they're going to do a Frozen movie oh yeah well they're going to do the sequel first right so you got to do that well the sequel's coming out on Thanksgiving or something um what do what do I want to see um oh that's a tough question um like do you have any favorites like so let's like okay so let's talk about Disney you know Disney had all their own properties and everything was the same, you know, like, there was, like, the princess shit, and then all of a sudden they made, this is the first one they made that wasn't like that, and then after this came Aladdin and Little Mermaid, or, maybe Little Mermaid was first, but, like, all that whole new ushering of new stories. Well, Little Mermaid, Mermaid's coming next, and it's a black cast. Yeah, I saw that. I'm, um, I'm fine with that. I have no problem with that. Um, we're, we're equal opportunists. We're not bad guys. Um, uh, no, but like, so that's coming. Um, I don't know. Like, do you have any favorite Disney movies? Like, like I, I mean, think a lot of my favorites are like the newer ones. Obviously, the ones that are like the Pixar movies. Well, that doesn't count. Pixar doesn't count. I'm talking about Disney. What about Finding Nemo? Finding Nemo is a Pixar movie. It's not a Disney movie. I like Lady and the Tramp, I guess. Yeah, okay, there you go. That's what I'm talking like. So I love... I saw, I saw that in the theater. Uh, I brought my little niece to see that in the theater when she came out and visited uh, L.A. Oh, cool. Um, I, I was a big fox and a hound person. 
Oh, okay. I love that movie. Wrecks me. Just absolutely wrecks you. Um, I don't know if I remember that one. You remember The Fox and the Hound? Don't remember The Fox and the Hound. Oh, buddy. They're like best friends as kids, and then they realize that they're like made to hunt each other. Or that one's made to hunt the other one when they grow up. Sad shit. I got nothing. Wow. Um, well, um... I guess Pinocchio is probably my favorite one. Okay. Uh, did you, uh, did you see the Dumbo yet one yet? No, I don't want to see that. Okay. Even though it's Tim Burton? Tim Burton hasn't made a good movie in a long time. I'm sorry. That's, that's true. Um, we saw Jungle Book. You didn't see Aladdin, I'm guessing. Didn't see Aladdin. So Aladdin was probably my favorite. Uh, which is one of the reasons why I haven't seen it yet. Um, I even had like an Aladdin poster, and I was like way too old to have shit like that. Um, I just thought that movie was so good. Um, this also leads me to the question of what is the best Disney song um, of the like you know of our of our Disney viewing life. So like, I guess your top candidates would probably be from Little Mermaid, and you know Beauty and the Beast, or Peter Pan. No, I mean you. If you want to go back to that, I was I was speaking more modern. Uh, okay. But we can do whatever. I mean, if you got if you got an old school, you want to throw in there because you know it's different. We grew up with like like I think Bibbidi Bobbidi Boo is like the first song I learned to sing. You know, as a kid. I think uh, Moana is like has a couple good songs. Moana does I mean, have some good songs. That's a good one. Um, I don't. I don't think I've seen Mulan. I'm looking at it right now. I don't think I've seen it. Um, um like okay, so like, but Jungle Book obviously has uh, got bare necessities. Right. That's a good one. Um. I think, like, I mean, I'm thinking more like, you ain't never had a friend like me, or be our guest, or, um... I like that callback in the movie. Yeah. You know, like, somebody pointed this out on one of the things I was listening to, about how the opening song to The Lion King is the best song. And then they're like, you know, if I say it, now that I think about it, it's not the best song, it's the best song for the moment in the movie. Of a Disney song. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, I, I could get behind that. Um, sure. You know, we're not taking, like, Can You Feel the Love Tonight right now, or any of those major ones that we probably should be. The thing is, like, I don't remember. In the original Lion King, that Elton John song, like, it, it wasn't... Was it like that, like it was in the new one, where it was just, like, overplayed over them, like, falling in love? Or were they actually singing the song? Oh, I don't remember. Because I don't think they were singing the song. So does that count as being a song from the movie? Yeah. Even though it's not part of, a, of, that, of it being a musical, and the characters aren't singing it? If the characters aren't singing it, they still play it. I still think it counts. 
Hmm. I don't think it does. Hmm, okay. Um, all right. So last thing I wanted to talk about, and this is something I really wanted to talk about that's bothered me a lot about the Lion King is, <clears throat> well, let me find it. Have you, have you ever heard of Kimba the White Lion? No. All right. So this is what I really wanted to talk about. And this is good. Just give me a minute with it. Uh, everybody should go on and Google Kimba the White Lion. It's a um, 1960s anime series from Japan. Um, and it is astounding that this, like, Disney never had to face a lawsuit over this. Um, so they were saying how. They were always celebrating the Lion King, and I just read this article in The Ringer a week ago, and I wanted to see if they were going to mention this, because I had a friend who who's really an anime, and he's really, he's half Asian, and he feels like America's, or white people steal all the Asian culture, and, you know, and I'll always be like, what are you talking about? And then he was like, watch this. And he sh showed me this video of a side-by-side -side comparison of, like, all the characters and the storylines, and it's, like... I don't know how you can still get away with this in, like, the internet area. And, like, at the time when Lion King came out, I guess Disney was really heralded as being super original for this because, again, it got away from the princess thing and it was all animals, no human characters. And everyone's like, God, this is so original and amazing. But when you watch the side-by-side -side with Kimba, it's pretty... It's I mean, there's no way that... It's not even just one of those things where they're like, oh, I must have seen that somewhere. It's like, holy shit, they stole a lot of stuff. Like, the monkey looks exactly the same as the monkey. It's like, there's a cloud in the sky that turns into the dead um, uh, Kimba's dad. The name's Kimba, not Simba. It's like, I'm telling you, look into it. Everybody should look into this. I got it right here. I'm going to watch it when we hang up. It's pretty, it's pretty astounding that they got away with that. Um... Someone who, who wants to, like, take the, like, if I had my my buddy on here who gets so upset about it, he could spend two hours yelling about it, because he also thinks that Christopher Nolan's stolen everything as well. Um, and he makes a pretty good case for all the Christopher Nolan stuff with anime, but at some point you just gotta start enjoying some things. Um, but, uh, yeah, so check it out. I just wanted to, I wanted to put that out there. Oh. I'm I'm interested. I I think you'll enjoy the Kimba deep dive. I'm gonna I'm gonna check it out right now. Cool. All right. Well, uh, listen. I know it's late for you. Um, yeah, we got. I gotta get to bed. I gotta be up early. We got through an hour of this, which is more than I thought we would, and uh, um, it's good good catching up with you. Like, like I said, I miss you already. All these good things that we missed, and um, fucking once upon a time and. And so, next week, be awesome. so let's just preview this real quick. There's no way that this movie lives up to what we want it to be. Can we just go ahead and say that? There's no way this know. is as, there's no way this is as good as I want as I think it's gonna be. I hope so. No, of course you hope so. But there's just no like I don't like that like on his press tour, all he keeps talking about is not making any more movies. Yeah, I'm kinda of over that too. Although I did like that he... Stop putting out great movies. And then, not that Hateful Eight was great. But, 
and then just telling us you're not going to make any more movies. Yeah. Well, I, I think next week, speaking of Hateful Eight not being great, we'll have to we'll definitely rank our our Tarantinos. I mean, I could probably rank yours for you. Maybe we'll do that. Maybe I'll rank yours for you, and you can rank mine for me. Um, but um, you know, I I I have a lot what of. What do you reading. think my number one is? Um, I think it's Pulp Fiction. Okay. If it's not, you didn't, then you're doing it on purpose. Yeah, like, Pulp Fiction, I'm on. Yeah, Pulp Fiction is not your number one Tarantino. Then you're like, you're doing it to like try to be different. There's just no way. All right. Well, let's talk about this next week because we get well. Yeah. Okay. Well, let's. We're gonna have a lot to talk yeah. about. Thank. Yeah. Because uh, this is the last great director of our. You know, like this is the last must see guy that everybody think you know of our. Uh, this is our guy. We grew up yeah. with a must-see guy. Um, so cool. So yeah, we'll get into that next week. Until then, everyone be good. Enjoy that movie. Um, don't go see The Lion King unless you're really bored and your kid is of the right age. Watch the original. Yeah, or, or the Kimba. All right. <laughs>